Hi, it's Roger Sitkins. Welcome to Winning Strategies. Today our topic is going to be stop proving you're like everyone else. During a recent private producer fit program, our producer training program, I experienced one of my semi-world famous BFOs, blinding flashes of the obvious. It hit me as I spoke to a group of mainly young, newer producers that they probably hear the following on a repetitive basis. You guys are all the same. Well, my blinding flash of the obvious is, then what do you have to do to stop proving to the world that you're not like everybody else? If that's something you hear on a regular basis, you guys are all the same, then you've got a problem. Well, as we've discussed in the past, most agencies know they should differentiate. However, most don't. They're strictly playing a commodity game. Furthermore, most are simply like everyone else, average. Well, what's average? By definition, that means you're the best of the worst and the worst of the best, as close to the top as you are the bottom. When producers and agency owners are asked why someone should buy insurance from them, they typically have the same responses. We have the best service, the best people, we represent all the major carriers, we've been in business 100 years, and we can save you money. We've talked about that before on these podcasts. And by the way, isn't that what everybody else is saying? You know, again, best service, best people, major carriers, been in business, save you money. I sure hope I'm not repeating what you and your team say now. Probably not. Here's a quick litmus test for you. Ambush several members of your agency team. Just go up and ask them, hey, why should people buy from us? Well, I sure hope you don't hear the typical tired responses I was just talking about. I think it's time to stop proving to the marketplace that you're like everyone else and start proving that you are different, that you are better, that you bring more value, that you provide a better client experience than your competitors. Speaking of client experience, I, I, I have to share one, uh, just a great one I just had. I was flying on Delta recently. I was running a little bit late on my connecting flight, and I was one of the last ones to get on. I was flying first class. And as I boarded and approached my seat, I noticed there was a neatly folded cocktail napkin on top of the armrest. And there was a handwritten note on it that read, Mr. Sitkins, thank you so much for flying our airline. Welcome back. We really appreciate your business. And it was signed Crystal and the crew. Crystal was the lead flight attendant. Well, there was also a pair of those plastic wings they give kids, the plastic pilot's wings they give kids, attached to the bottom of it. It was, it was kind of impactful, to say the least. Others in the section had also got the same note and wings, and we all started talking about what an amazing gesture it was. Everyone thought the same thing. What a nice touch. I realize we're talking here just about a paper bar napkin and a plastic pin. But for the flight attendant, for Crystal to take the time to write a personal note to each passenger in her section was truly remarkable. It created a wow I won't soon forget, and by the way, I'm sharing it with you, so I guess it was a pretty good wow. That was a cool client experience. What are you doing like that for your clients to prove you're different? Well, a big part of proving that you're not like everyone else starts with what you and your agency believe. What's your vision for your future great agency? That's something I often ask agency owners, key producers, and senior managers. See, I believe we either just have a job we go to or we're on a mission. What's the mission at your agency that everyone rallies around? Most agencies don't have one. So what mission do you, as an owner or manager, have for your agency? Keep in mind, you're a role model for the agency. You can't say one thing and then do something totally different. It's crucial for a leader's words and deeds to be congruent. 
And I believe that starts with the what, how, and why of your agency. What you do, how you do it, and why you do it. What you do, well, I hope you believe that you help your clients control their total cost of risk and make them more attractive to the insurance marketplace. How do you do it? Well, it's the unique process you have that provides a great value proposition for the client. Why you do it? Well, it's the outcome your clients will experience. It's the mission you're taking them on. It's your mission. What's the experience you want for your clients? And again, I hope it's not, well, we give pretty good reactive service and save them money. No, I hope it's that you're getting them a great outcome. Well, if we're not going to be like everybody else, let's take a look at some things that maybe we should stop doing. I think the first thing we've got to do is stop giving free, no-obligation quotes. Boy, that drives me crazy. This includes having a website that says, click here for a free quote. You know, everybody else is doing it, and in too many cases, it's just a big waste of time. There's no follow-up. Typically, the consumer's click is directed and don't even get a response from the agency. Second, let's stop saying we can save people money. Stop telling your prospects that's what you do, save them money. There's absolutely nothing unique about making that claim. It's what everyone else says. Now, if you're saying we help you control your total cost of risk and become more attractive to the insurance marketplace, that's something else. That's not just saving money. I think we've got to stop allowing ourselves to write any part-time clients. When a prospect calls in and asks for a quote on their homeowners or their auto or their bot policy, whatever it may be, how do you react? Do you and your people talk to them about writing their total account and why that's a benefit for them? Or do you just give them a quote, hope you've got the lowest price, and take their order? Well, again, that's what everybody else does, and I think that's one of the things that explains why only 10% of personal lines accounts and 51% of small to select commercial accounts are full-time clients. Think of that. There are just so many opportunities out there, but we're allowing ourselves to have part-time clients. I think we've got to stop over-promising and under-delivering. That's truly what everyone else does. Let's face it, how many times have you met with a prospect and you've heard them complain about their current agent? Well, they, they, they've never do what they said they were going to do. They're never around. We never hear from them. Yeah, they promised a lot of things, but they didn't really do them. Well, I sure hope your customers aren't saying the same thing about you and your agency. See, are there things that you're over-promising and under-delivering? Great example. If you say you're going to do a service calendar, but there's no accountability, are you setting yourself up for failure? If you say you're going to do stewardship reports and you don't do them, are you setting yourself up for failure? We've just got to stop over-promising and under-delivering. Let's start under-promising and then do some wows to over-deliver. I think we've got to stop having a relatively high customer turnover. You've heard me talk about this before probably where people say, well, you know, 90% retention is pretty good. Well, if we start with 100 policies, 100 customers, then the next year it's 90, then 81, then 73, then 66. So in four renewal cycles, we lose a third of our book of business because we don't have the exit barriers in place. We don't have the full-time clients. Does your agency just literally say, well, we're pretty busy, you know, it's coming in the front door and going out the back. You know what? That's how everybody else operates. We've got to get exit barriers in place. Are you too busy to get better? And I, I think that's where most people are. We've got to stop being too busy to get better. And I guess I'm preaching to the choir because you're at least listening to this podcast. 
This is also known as the no time to train syndrome and it makes zero sense for any business. How can you possibly have people working for you that you're not training and getting them and making big improvements on a regular basis? That would be like owning a professional sports team where the players didn't go to practice or didn't even have scheduled practices. Probably wouldn't last too long. I believe we've got to stop treating all customers the same. As we've discussed before, I truly believe that every client should receive a great level of service but it's a level of service they've paid for. But what we see in most agencies is a lack of differentiation. There's no distinguishing between the vital few clients and the trivial many. They're all treated the same. Now, here's what we know. A large percent of your accounts should not be getting the same level of service that the very best accounts deserve. In fact, based upon 80-20 analysis, the bottom 25% of your clients should probably be handled by an insurance company service center. If you're like most agencies, those bottom 25% of your customers are way less than 10% of your revenues, probably pretty darn close to 5%. So you could be losing money on them, handling them in-house anyway. Get those accounts to a service center, free up that resource and time to do a better job with the clients you keep in-house. Next, we've got to stop allowing our producers to wing it. Just wing it. See, if we continue to allow producers to go out and do their own unscripted thing in front of prospects. I'm not saying they read from a script, I'm saying they have a process they go through, but if they just go up there with an unscripted discussion, take notes on a yellow legal pad, get copies of policies, and then give free quotes, what does that say about your brand? See, I really believe that's one of the reasons people say, you, you agents are all the same. We've got to change that. We, we've got to get an image that projects a better process. So what's the bottom line? Well, remember, the public perception of insurance agents and agencies is that you're all the same and it's all about price. It's a perception driven and reinforced by your major competitors spending billions of dollars a year in advertising. It's time to eradicate that perception and prove that you and your agency are not like everyone else. And by the way, that's what we teach within our Better Way program. We teach people how to communicate to their clients and prospects a story of differentiation, why their agency is the only place consumers or businesses can receive the unique blend of risk analysis, properly designed coverages, competitive cost, I didn't say the lowest, I said competitive, and a superior client experience and journey. You're the only place that can come from. That's where you want to get. So are you prepared to prove that you and your agency are unlike any other? It's the better way. Talk to you again soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And as always, I hope you gained value from it. To learn more about our results-based programs, please go to our website, www.sitkins.com.